What's good, party people? This is Voodoo in the Woods, the very first Voodoo in the Woods of 2022, when we're looking at the UFC Vegas fight card, better known as UFC Fight Night Qatar, or Cater, Calvin Cater, <laughs> versus Jigatse. That's what I'm going That's with. Right. But, uh, That's right. I'm according to Woods. He is former U of MMA champion, Pius Inalalobo, better known as Voodoo Maximus. Thank you very much, Ada Day Woods. <coughs> Excuse me. I know you've been consistent, even through the break and all that. No breaks. Keep it moving, keep it pushing all day, every day, making work happen. How you been, man? Doing good, man. I'm keeping that shit pushing like a damn fucking, what is it, prairie dogging? You know, uh, fucking right after the damn Panda Express. Um, shout out to Panda Express. Uh, but no, man, we got this. The very first UFC event of the year, Calvin Cater versus Jiga. Jiga, 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 Chikatse. You know, and we, we're supposed to have a bigger fucking card, uh, but... It, it ended up still a pretty decent card at 10 fights. Uh, but we were supposed to have Michelle Piera against uh, Andre Fialo, uh, mm-hmm. Victor Henry uh, versus Rony Braceros, yep. which will actually be uh, the next card, the uh, the double championship. The, uh, what is it? The, uh, what is it? It, it? Brandon Moreno versus Figgy 3 and yes. uh, Cyril Gon. And, uh, Francis. and Francis, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we'll see Victor Henry finally take his rightful place in the UFC octagon. Uh, we were also mm-hmm. supposed to see TJ Brown versus Gabriel Benitez, Cairo mm-hmm. Boralo, uh, against J- Jamie Pickett, uh, Little Monster mm-hmm. Vanessa Dimopoulos against Silvana Gomez Juarez, uh, mm-hmm. and then. You know, the Michelle Pieta was supposed to be Muslim Salikov also. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, they try to reschedule, reschedule. But uh, COVID got in the way. Not get, You know, that's fucked up. And uh, Joaquin Buckley against Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. <coughs> but uh, Al-Hassan withdrew. Um, we were also supposed to get a rescheduled uh, Ashley Yoder and Little Monster Vanessa Demopoulos. And Yoder had an injury. Yeah, there was this... Oh, COVID and rescheduling and all that shit. But we do have a stellar 10-fight card. Starting out with the tenured young veteran, Brian Kelleher, 23 mm-hmm. and 12 against Kevin Kroom, which is 21 and 13. Holy shit, there's a lot of fights. But uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Cash Kroom, let's start on that side of the docket. Uh, lost to Alex Caceres, but... I mean, Alex Caceres is losing at life right now, so there's that. <laughs> ah, that sounded really bad. Um, but yeah, that Bruce Leroy is a motherfucker. So there you go. Uh, also, he had a, a no contest with Roosevelt Roberts, who's uh, returned to the uh, the local scene here and uh, just fought for lights at extreme fighting. Right, so go ahead and check him out there. Uh, but his last win was actually outside of the UFC against Anderson Hutchinson at FAC3 back in August of 2020, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's got a win over uh, uh, the felony, Charles Bennett, formerly known as Crazy Horse. 
And that mm-hmm. happened uh, way back in 2019. I'd say way back because it seems like forever ago. Fucking COVID years are a motherfucker. Now we've, we've got so Brian many Ke- fights in between that. Yeah, that too, right? But we've yeah. got Brian Kelleher, right? Boom. Brian Boom Kelleher. And uh, he's been two and one in his last three outings. A guillotine choke over Ray Rodriguez in the first round of uh, the UFC fight night back in September of 2020, right? Mm-hmm. But losing a unanimous decision to Ricky Simone, right? But then coming back and beating Domingo Piliarte. Um, mm-hmm. via unanimous decision. So, uh, Boom Kelleher versus one Kevin Crash Krug. Who you got? Well, key thing that we need to look at here is uh, Boom is a bantamweight and uh, Krum, uh featherweight. So, he's used to carrying heavier weight. Uh, he's more comfortable. Well, when you look at the two of them. Um, Experience factor is very similar. Uh, Crash is 5'11". Boom is 5'6". So reach advantage goes to to, to Kevin Kroon. Um, that 10 pounds really, really mean a lot. It's very, very serious and significant uh, when decision-making. So the edge... I'm seeing right now is going to Kroom. So Kroom, I'm going Kroom. Uh, split decision. Kroom split decision to win this one. You you say split decision. That's where we're going to have our first split in terms of ideology because I believe <laughs> it's going to be Brian Boom Kelleher that is going to make Kevin crash Kroom crash to the canvas. I want to say he's going to be essentially incapacitated via rear naked choke, which is kind of uh, Boom Kelleher's bread and butter. Uh, because uh, in the words of Steve Austin when he was in ECW, oh, take me back. I can't make it in the big time. Eric, take me back. But Eric, in this case, being uh, one Dana White, right? And yep, uh, yeah. maybe... Maybe Crash goes right back to the regional scene or maybe hangs it up. Uh, to have that amount of fights and not be in the UFC already, you know, that's that's a lot of damage you're putting in the body. So uh, I got Keller here, rear naked choke, and I say it happens in, uh, I'd say late in the first. Okay. Okay. So at least four minutes in. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, okay. He won't okay. you won't finish him as quick as he you know finishes last opponent or last finished opponent, I should say, right? But Boom is definitely going to get it down. Uh, Kelleher can be a a slow starter at times, but I mean, when it's he, the thing about it is he zones in, right? His striking is pretty pretty fucking good for the. Regardless of whatever weight class he's doing, his striking is pretty crisp, and his jujitsu mm-hmm. is fucking next level. So, um, I, you know, Kroom just—he looks like a guy that's taken way too many shots to the noggin. So, just saying. <laughs> well, 
these two gentlemen are going to go out there and battle it out, and then we will see who reigns supreme. Uh, that's just the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Jeez, there you go. Um, next up in the featherweight division, we have TJ Brown, downtown TJ Brown, 15 and 8, uh, hailing from the West Side Fight Team in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, Brown basically uh, kind of up and down in his UFC career. Losing to Jordan Griffin by guillotine choke in his very first fight with the promotion. Uh, before that, you know, he, he basically got an arm triangle choke at Dana White's Contender Series way back in 2019, right? But then uh, lost to Jordan Griffin by rear naked choke. Lost a unanimous decision to John, Danny Chavez, but won a, a split decision over Kai Kamaka, the third, right? So there we go. Now we're going over to the Boston Strong, Charles Rosa, 14 mm -hmm. and 6. Um, let's see. I mean, it's kind of 50-50 in his last four fights. Win over mm -hmm. Kevin Aguilar via unanimous decision, but losing to Derek Minner via unanimous decision, right? L beating Justin James by split decision, and then mm -hmm. win over – I mean, losing to Damon Jackson via unanimous decision. Uh, what do you got? I, I mean, I, I really, you can flip a coin. This thing is going to a decision. Um, mm -hmm. it, it may be the most exciting you fight in the card because, you know, both men may be on thin ice, right? Mm -hmm. Saying that, mm -hmm. hey, if another a loss could send me out of the promotion, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe you'll see something out of it, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what is it? They're going to be quick to the draw, hopefully, hopefully. But also, we could have a long, augmented, just oh, boring of a fucking fight, too. That, too. I mean, nobody's questioning the cardio of both you know, gentlemen. They can both go mm -hmm. the fucking 15 minutes, the three rounds, and what have you. Is it going to be exciting or entertaining? Or is it going to be mm -hmm. like a top-level you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt super fight? which they're just like installing for fucking the whole duration of the match. Yeah. Um, I see, I see, I see what you're saying. Then, and there's a high probability of it happening. Like yeah. you said, uh, these two gentlemen are not going to go out and uh, knock somebody out. I don't see it. Um, there will be lots of grappling. Um, skill level is going to be, quite even right so you also mentioned flipping of a coin i'm down to flip a coin here too brother okay you know what I'm so i'm going downtown okay TJ i'll go brown right i'll go rosa okay there's something about uh charles rosa that the the, the picture on the topology him going like Arr! i just <laughs> he just reeks of rex quando and i'm not saying that <laughs> He's, you know, maybe a, a bullshito martial artist or whatever. But he's, ah, that's all I got. I got, what is that dude? Fucking uh, Howard Dean. We're going, ah, yeah. we're going, ah, whatever. And then we'll go back to DC, take back the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that you know, I want him as a president. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean to fucking dog your pick, but I'm just. (laughs) Hey, they called him a. Hey, they called him a cowboy. They were afraid to put him in office because he was a cowboy. Howard Dean. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Charles Charles Rosa might be from Boston, but he looks <laughs> cowboy as fuck too. So I'm just saying, and I'm not talking about you know the fucking Oliveira, um, not Charles, not Dubronx, but the other Oliveira, the old old ass Oliveira, or Cowboy Cerrone, or even fucking Kid Rock, man. Like, like that dude, Charles Rosa looks a little like he'd be fucking. Uh, on on Kid Rock's street team circa 1999. <laughs> I'm just saying. And there's, I mean, I did love that fucking Devil Without a Cause fucking record and shit like that, but, you know, I'm just saying. So that's why I'm going downtown. TJ Brown, I don't want to be a fucking cowboy, man. No! All right. Never. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now we have Rami's Barhamaj yeah. against and uh, who's nine and three, you know, uh, mm-hmm. star on the rise, right? And Ramiz mm-hmm. trains out of Fortis MMA, right? Which is uh, isn't that the Henry Hoofs? Uh, something no? like that. Something like that. I don't know. It's elite level yeah. gym. So a yeah. lot of people fucking train there. Oh, Dallas, Texas. Yeah. There you go. There you okay. go. So uh, Alex Morano, right? Ryan Superman Span, uh, Diego right. Fiera. Right, uh, those are fucking Jeff Hans a steel Neil. Yeah, man, fuck yeah, that's a that's a dope ass fucking gym. So shout out to Fortis, right? Uh, but that's also where Rami's trains day in day out. Uh, let's see, yeah, 50-50 in terms of his last four outings, and this citing back to LFA, right? So loses to Justin Patterson at LFA fifty five, right? Then comes back. On the undercard of uh, Casey Kenny and Vince Cachero, right at LFA 62, beats Carlos Martinez via arm triangle choke, right? But right, then on right, his right. UFC debut in late 2020, he loses because his, oh yeah, his ear fucking blew up. You remember? Fucking Max yeah. Griffin fucking cut him with that elbow and his ear mm-hmm. and all the fucking fluids. Just flew yeah. right the fuck out. Yeah. 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 So uh, there's that. And then that was quite uh, a sight. It was, I mean, I might have sent that gift to everyone. It's like, that's what fucking MMA is <laughs> about. And so I love it. Uh, and I uh, said, Sup, sup, my man. Uh, hope everything is well. Shout out to you over on Twitch. But uh, and then on the other side we have the tenured vet in Court McGee. Court McGee has, I mean, gone through it all. Fucking high altitude ass Colorado. Fucking training with John Hackleman. You know, being an ultimate fighter winner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Court, I mean, aside from winning a fucking title, everything that there is to do in the UFC, Court McGee has done, right? And he's still mm-hmm. here. And he had a long mm-hmm. sabbatical where. You know, he wasn't active on the UFC roster, but he's making up for lost time. Um, and again, shit, dude. Uh, win over Claudio Silva, right? But he, losing to that, that fucking Legends fight between Carlos mm-hmm. Condit, right? 
That's uh, called conduct, though. Yeah, That's called conduct. You know, that ain't no easy fight. Yeah, man. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that essentially uh, sent the uh, former WEC world champion at interim uh, UFC champion into retirement uh, soon mm-hmm. after, right? But mm-hmm. went over Claudio Silva, uh, lost to Diego Lima. Uh, but that's way back in 2019. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of things that are aren't current, right? Like the mm-hmm. lost to Sean Strickland, lost to Ben Sanders, uh, win over Alex Garcia, win over Dominic Steele. Um, a lot of the fucking people that that Court McGee fight, I mean, fought, they're no longer here, man. No longer mm-hmm. active mm-hmm. in the MMA mm-hmm. sphere, but here Court mm-hmm. McGee is. Uh, so I'm gonna. Uh, I'm, this is gonna be a decision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or a I terrible go with, knockout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if that t- mm-hmm. terrible knockout happens, that's gonna be Ramiz, right? <laughs> but then again, I, I mean, when was the last time you fucking saw Court Bauer? I mean, not Court Bauer, Court McGee, uh, mm-hmm. get KO'd? Not since fucking Santiago Ponzinibbio. Back yeah. at UFC on Fox 19, yeah. back in 2016. That was the last that time. That might have been the only time. Right. That might have been the one and only knockout. Yeah. On his record, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I got fucking Court McGee. It's not going to be great. Yeah. It's not going to be, a, a, yeah. you know. And, I, you know, much like, uh, uh, let's just say, Condit fucking retired. Hopefully yeah. after this one, you know, uh, yeah, court fucking retires, man. I mean, what left do you have to prove? It's not like you're going to be a fucking world leader in your early 40s and shit like that in this new generation of MMA. So I say hang it up, you know, and you could potentially go out on a whim. So there you go. So yeah. court, 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 he's been in the UFC since 2010, man. 2010. It's fucking you know twelve saying? years, man. That's right, man. So it, he's he's been there for everything. Now the question is, the question is, in his tenure, how much has he made? Not much. That and- that seems to be the only inconsistency with these fighters in the UFC that that have that have been loyal for so long and. It's it's hard to account for, you know what I mean? That remains an issue right now in existence. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, I mean, are you wanting Court to etch out a win so he can go to the pay window? I, theoretically? I'm pushing for him. I'm pushing for him to win. I'm pushing for him to win. Uh, Brown is younger. He's a good wrestler. You mean um, uh, Rummies? Oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Ramiz, I just saw Brown and I, I, I thought of a wrestler. But but Ramiz uh he he he's young. He's young. No matter how you slice it, compared to Court McGee, he's young. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm going for the old dog, man. The old dog or he's already seen everything uh everything possible just based on a competition that he's already fought against in his in his career. And lasted for so long yep. in such a tough position. Uh, he knows how to win already. So, and his gas tank is is incredible for him. 
that's always been his uh, best asset. His yeah. last time, Court McGee, since since day one. So I think he still got that in, in in the back pocket. So I'm going for Court McGee to win this one by unanimous decision. Yeah, I like it. I, I like it, and I see what you did there. You're like, oh, you know, making the cut and everything like that. That was a reference to his ear exploding, was it? Or not, not Gortz, but fucking Ramiz. So shout yeah, out to yeah, Ramiz. Yeah. Hopefully, Court McGee gets Court McGee's got some fucking wicked fucking cauliflower, man. So hopefully, his, his fucking ears doesn't get sliced up like a fucking what is it? Uh, an almond, right? That's what they do, slice <laughs> almonds. So there you go. Um, so that's a consensus pick, Court McGee, former UFC Ultimate Fighter, uh, winner. So shout out to you. Uh, but speaking of shout outs, we got a seven and one Joseph Holmes. Joseph mm-hmm. Holmes is the ugly man. By not I'm saying that, it's literally his fight moniker. Uh, <laughs> ugly man has again seven wins, one loss. Uh, he is coming to us from the Fury FC uh, promotion out of the Midwest, right? Uh, he also beat Shante Barnes via Rear Naked Choke back on Dana White's Contender Series in late 2021, right? So that he just fought not too long ago, right? Uh, but on the other side, he's got Jamie Pickett. Jamie Pickett, 12-6, and six, definitely edging out the uh, experience side of things, is the Night Wolf, right? And let's look at his, you know, wins and losses, right? Uh, Tafan Nechukli, uh lost via unanimous decision, and that was his entry into the UFC. Then lost to the Beverly Hills Ninja, Jordan Wright. Uh, he gets kneed and then fucking falls to ground and pound, right? But then beats Loreno Starpoli via unanimous decision. So we got these two. Jamie Pickett, Joseph Holmes, what say you? Uh, Jamie Pickett, from what I remember, he's, uh, he, he's more of a boxer type, you know, feel to him. Uh, he's very good. He's got good footwork. He moves really well. Um, those back-to-back losses in the beginning, uh, were significant. When I look at the level of competition that he lost to, they're okay. They're okay. They're not that great. But Joseph Holmes, uh, uh, though he's new to the UFC, the ugly man, though he's new to the UFC, he's heavy on the grappling. Uh, very decent with his grappling attack. Uh, uh, he does have a Muay Thai background, but I think I think he's more more grapple type individual than striking. He'll do whatever he has to do to take as minimal damage as possible. This is the feel that I get when I when I watch this guy. Uh, the whatever whatever the technique that minimizes the damage is what he's gonna go with. He is not gonna be your banger, you know? We stand there and we punch each other. I think uh, being heavy and grappling has already told us that that uh, he won't be that guy. So even though he's making an, a, a new entry into the UFC, 
he won't he won't be uh he, he's gonna be one to be more one of those smooth guys if i can submit you you know what i mean and and, and make a a huge impact in the beginning yeah. then that's what i'm gonna do jamie pickett is gonna be on his heel can he fight on his heel this is the question that will be answered this this is gonna be the hard part for him is he gonna get tired uh because he's getting he's being pushed back uh by by the pressure is he this is the question he's gonna have to answer um though joseph holmes is the new guy i'm i'm pushing towards joseph holmes for an upset a submissive upset in the third round i like it i like it um something in me just says you know Pickett might pull something that uh seals you know he kind of reminds me of uh you know the the English fella, uh, Brad Pickett, right? Right, um, right, right. You know that tenacity. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with Pickett on this one. It's it, it's a uh, it, it's one it's one of those uh fifty fifty split feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Like a damn Sunday. Yeah, um, I get a feeling that uh most of this card, with the exception of few. It's going to be a 50-50 split, most of them, as I look at the uh, rest of the fights. No, 100%. But speaking of rest of the cards, we have the Brazilian, Jordanson Brito, mm -hmm. right? 12-2-1. Mm -hmm. The number one featherweight ranked in the U.S. West portion of the rankings, right? This dude mm -hmm. is damn near flawless, right? He's got a win over... Uh, none other than Jesus. I saw a name that uh, that we all know. Jesus Christ. Anywho, um, yeah. anywho, that is uh, Jordanson Brito, right? Beat right. Diego Lopez via technical unanimous decision back on Dana White's contender series on the undercard of Royval and Sanchez. Uh, basically, KOs his opponent in in 44 seconds, right? And then 41 seconds, uh, guillotine choke at future FC2 back in 2019, right? Now, we go with Bill Algeo. Algeo, uh, Senor Perfecto, right? Uh, lost to Hikado Hamos, which gotta love saying that fucking name. All right, but uh, beat the Alpha Ginger Spike Carlisle, right? And uh, but and then before that, also, you know, losing to Hikado Lamas, not not Hikado Hamos, Hikado Lamas, the unanimous mm -hmm. decision. So he is who into against anybody named Hikado. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, uh, beating Tim Dooling at CFFC 83, the unanimous decision. So, what say you, Brito or Algeo? Yeah, man. Uh, I know Algeo. Brito, I'm not very familiar uh, with his, uh, but it seems to me, you know, he's from Brazil. So, Jiu Jitsu has to be a base. Uh, uh, I don't see, I don't see dynamic striking. Uh, I see, um, worst case scenario, I see uh, Muay Thai. 
Uh, no, I don't see. I don't see fancy footwork. I see. I see. You know, I catch you, you catch me, type, type deal. Uh, but Bill Algeo, um, he's been in the UFC for some time. Twenty nineteen, I believe, he got into the UFC. Yeah, through the Contender Series. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he, he can grapple too. He can grapple. Uh, for him to beat uh, uh, Spike Carlisle, I believe I remember that fight, man. He's a very good grappler. He's yeah, a very he good grappler. So uh, he has to win because, you know, he just lost uh, in his last uh, matchup against Hamos, like you said. But he's got the the height advantage as well by the way because he's six foot uh geo uh brito is about five eight or something like that that's significant you know in the featherweight division significant uh that size difference is it's gonna it's gonna be clear um keeping that distance if he's able to you know use utilize that jack keep that distance use those front kick those round kicks uh uh mainly side kicks i mean not round kicks sidekicks you know establish that distance you know uh 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 dominate that center line between you that distance between you if he can uh uh if he can manage to accomplish his task then he'll win very easily uh and if it does get close uh brito is gonna go for the takedown because he is the the shorter shorter man uh algeo could probably beat him to that he should go for the takedown before before he is uh before this is done to him. So I'm gonna take a go on the limb and go out Geo, man. Because I'm uh, not he's mad. been on the, the he's been on the bright lights a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm not mad at that one either. Yeah. Uh when the unanimous decision decision, I, I'd say it's gonna be Senior Perfecto. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. But speaking of things that you want to be with, um, you might, if you've got a uh, pretty elementary school fucking uh, attention span or humor <laughs> like I do, we have uh, Vyashlav Boroshev, who's 5-and-1, right? Uh, Slava's Claws is his moniker, right? But he has wins over Chris Duncan at the United Contender Series with a fucking mean-ass left hook. Then Kedley St. Louis at Titan FC by KO by punches, right? And then Corey Delaney uh, back in Titan FC 68. Uh, he beats Delaney in uh, a ground-and-pound win, right? So with right. that all being said, we have the newly emerged Dakota Harry Bush. I'm not making you <laughs> up. He fucking changed his fight moniker to fucking Harry just to fucking make that joke. And that, I thank you. Right? Um, you know, losing to Austin Harvard in his, you know, his uh, last outing in the Octagon. That happened in April of 2021. Right? Uh, mm -hmm. And then you know, KOs, Austin Clem, and uh, none other than our dude, the 818 bad boy, Brian Del Rosario. 
uh, finishes him in the first round, the rear naked choke, right? So, right. I got fucking Bush, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when, whenever you run into a uh, a gem like this, you wanna you wanna um, commend it, right? The foresight, you know, Harry Bush. That's just beautiful, man. Now all he has to do is uh, uh go in there, get a W, of course. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Get to that uh, get to that microphone. And, and 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 let the people remember you. Every the name is already catchy, Harry Bush. Remember they remember that. Remember him. Remember remember him. He won by such and such. You know, so it's it's gonna behoove Dakota Bush to go in there and really make a scene, make a scene. Uh, uh, that Russian fella. He needs to feel your pain. You know what I'm saying? So Harry Bush needs to go in there, uh, throw down some excellent grappling if necessary, or just get that KO. If he can do that, um, the road to superstardom is quite short. No, 100%. So this could be a performance, you know, uh, kind of programming. On uh, on everything, so fuck yeah, man. But uh, I got Dakota. I think we all we we both have Dakota. Shout out Dakotas yeah. and and it's Harry Bush. So uh, <laughs> that's weird to fucking say. But MMA motherfuckers, MMA, right? Um, but now we've got something I think is going to be in the running of Fighter of the Night. We have the blonde fighter Caitlin Chukugian against De- yeah. Jennifer Maya. Uh, Chikugian is 16 and 4, right? Last wins coming over Jillian Robertson. Actually, lost in a submission underground match up there in the Pacific Northwest region of the United States, right? Vivian Arohu, uh, comes and uh, basically stays as her team gets the unanimous decision on the undercard of UFC 260. 62, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, a win over Cynthia Calvillo as well. Just kind of rang out the top three fights that she's had thus far, right? Mm-hmm. Now we've got Jennifer Maya. Jennifer Maya, 19-7-1, and one, right? She just does mm-hmm. not look like she's ready to play. But um, mm-hmm. with that being said, 19-7 and seven is Jennifer Maya. A win over Jessica I. Uh, via unanimous decision or and a loss right before that to Valentina Shevchenko, right? Uh, via mm-hmm. unanimous decision, but then beats Joanne Wood, right? Formerly Joanne Calderwood, uh, mm-hmm. at you know, so uh, shit. I almost say as good as fucking Maya has looked, I mean, notwithstanding that loss to Shevchenko, but Shevchenko's Shevchenko, but I actually have. Uh, Jennifer Meyer winning this one. I'm all the way there with you, man, because uh, Jennifer Meyer is not just your uh, uh, pull the double leg type individual. She will stand and bang if she has to. She's yep. got great striking. She's got great kickboxing. 
And if you want to do that jujitsu thing, you can do that too. So ain't no escape. You know what I'm saying? There is no escape. She pressures really well. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a title challenger. You know what I mean? She's the one that derailed. Uh, uh, what's that? Tur- uh, not uh, that Scottish girl. Remember, she was up for the for the fight yeah. against Shevchenko. Shevchenko got Wood, injured, right? Underwood or something like that. Yeah, I mean it's now Wood, but it used to be Calderwood. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that part too. But yeah, came in there, totally took the uh, the uh, the number one contendership, got the title shot. I mean, she lost, but you know that, that's pretty much you know how it's been. She she's yeah. seen top line competition. She tasted blood and she likes it. You can tell in the way she came back and won in the in the comeback match. So against UK again. I think she goes in there against UK again, works the body, goes to the head. You know what I mean? Excellent exactly. mixed martial art type type uh, fight. And I, I, I totally agree with your Jennifer Meyer pick, man. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the good brother Alex Ramirez is saying, anyone staying up night uh, tonight for one championship live? What time does uh, it start? I'll stay it. up for that. Yeah, there you go. All right, do you got a commitment from uh from Vidu? I am so behind, man. I've got like <laughs> six AEWs to watch, all of Wrestle Kingdom that are two nights, eight fucking hours long, it seems like, and shit like that. I'm whatever. And then I supposedly rented the fucking new Ghostbusters shit to watch with the kid and fallen asleep. Not that it's a bad movie. It's just yeah. fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. So, hey, so yeah. day Woods, man. Hey, that that name ain't fake, homie. I thought you knew. I thought you knew. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the ish don't stop. The ish don't stop. With with Adam Woods, it's all day long, every day, all hours of the day and night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm about to start calling you 24 seven. At times, it feels that way. It's just like, <laughs> and you know, uh, and uh, it in four hours, uh, is uh, one championship. Okay. Oh, and LOL, what match should I watch for Wrestle Kingdom? Apparently, Okada, but I would tell you to watch a fucking Kazuchika Okada match any fucking time, right? I look tired as fuck. Uh, ah, man, I'm just, I think the allergies <laughs> are fucking getting to me. I am the fucking dogs and they're fucking bullshit ass. That's what I've got. That's what I got. But always good to fucking uh, uh, talk the fights, right? So uh, yeah. that we do, right? So uh, actually, somebody that Alex Ramirez knows pretty fucking well, right, and manages a group chat on the book face uh, for it is uh, Brandon Royval, right? Oh, 12 yeah. and 6, the number 7 ranked flyweight in the world. Um the raw dog is uh, out of Factory X, out of Colorado, right? Uh, last three, beat Kaikara France via guillotine choke, but then losing to Brandon Moreno in the title fight, right? Mm. And then uh, dropping uh, to Alexander Pentoja via rear naked mm-hmm. choke, right? So mm-hmm. I believe our uh, our dude, Brandon Royval, is uh, going to make a statement, but he's got a mm-hmm. tough 
tough fucking deal ahead of them with Rodrigo Bontorin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent it to Voodoo. Like, they were like, oh, the best fucking moves of the people that are on the fucking UFC, you know, Vegas fight night card. And I'm like, god damn. That's, mm-hmm. there's some heavy hitters and, and uh, yeah. grapplers and shit like that. Which, uh, I mean, Bontorin has showed, you know, in that, um, you know, in his decimation. Well, I wouldn't say decimation. It was a, it was a cut to Raulan Paiva, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, losing to Ray Borg, losing to Kaikara France, right? But beating Matt Schnell. Uh, I actually think I'm going to go with fucking Royval with this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, often we talk about that place, that place of free flow, right? Most people that are very good, they operate on flow state, which is okay. You know, it's okay. It's not a bad thing to be in free flows uh, uh, on the flow state. Not a bad thing at all. <coughs> Excuse me. However, Brandon Royval and a few others have made it at a young age to that place, to that wonder place, that free flow, free flow place. Not a lot of people get to get there, right? It is what it is. Everyone ain't going to make it to, to, to the promised land, just like in the Bible. It was what it was. But Brandon Royval, if he keeps doing, you know, what he's been doing and, and covering all the bases, he stands to be one of the individuals that will make it to free flow. I've seen brief glimmers spots. Yeah, I've seen brief spots of free flow in him and and and. He's on his way. That's all I can say. He's on his way. He's got great energy for this art, this mixed martial art. He's got perfect energy for it. He's got excellent, uh, 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 excellent martial arts. When he throws his hands and feet, you don't know what's coming. He's dynamic in that nature. His footwork, his ability to switch his feet and continue on the uh, on the switch side like nothing happened. And he's well balanced as a striker. Uh, he will even go a, a bit further and throw at you some dynamic striking, spinning elbows or whatnot, like in the Kai Car France match. That's when I took notice. He goes into this trend, even when he was fighting Brandon Moreno. Moreno was a bit stronger than him. But skill to skill, I think I prefer Brandon Moreno striking compared to, I mean, uh, uh, Brandon Royval striking compared to Brandon Moreno. But it seemed Moreno was a bit more stronger, you know, but that was it. Skill-wise, I'm down with Brandon Royval. He's going in there against Raquel Bontorin. Bontorin, he's going to do his thing. He's going to do his thing, but I haven't seen any flashes of free flow in him. Um, I'm a big believer in free flow. 
I believe the next generation that's going to run things will be free flowers. They are here. And he is going to prove that. This is my first candidate for fight of the night, by the way. But I'm going with Brandon Royval to win in dynamic fashion. Yeah, I mean, and Alex is saying Royville has a really tough fight coming up. The division is pretty stacked. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and look no further than the fucking title fight. We get, uh, you know, Brandon Moreno and uh, Davidson Figueredo, uh, number three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like uh, Royville is getting better. I do echo your sentiments. Any predictions, Redu or Adam? Um, so how does he how does he fucking get it done? Uh, Royval, he, um, he, he, you're going to see $50,000 worth of bonus uh, effort. I, I, I feel that. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 if both of them don't get it, I think he'll get it. Yeah. He'll get the, the first 50K in my, I agree. In, my, in my eyes. I agree. Um, yeah, and I, I even say like the dust. Uh, Caitlin Chikugian is a fucking, you know, Tough, tough uh, cookie. I was very pretty. I, I was uh, very fucking critical of her, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I, you know, she's been in the fucking game so long. I haven't really heard of her and whatever. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, her last fight, she, she, you know, she was, she shows that she should be there, right? So I'd say, mm-hmm. um, those are going to be the two. It's like fucking. Bontarin Royval and fucking Chikugian mm-hmm. and Maya. Those are it. Mm-hmm. And it could be even a one a one-sided ass kicking by Maya to Chikugian, right? That mm-hmm. could happen. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it could be mm-hmm. fucking raw dog all of the night. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it, uh, those are if nothing else, and we're also gonna see what the fucking main event is gonna do, because that's a fucking banger too. Those are two dudes that are I mean. Cerebral Assassins, right? That's a fucking coin turn by Triple H, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. that, that those two are. They're fucking skilled technicians, man. They'll mm-hmm. slice you like a fucking samurai. So, uh, mm-hmm. But those, like I almost say, Chikugin Maya, Brandon Royval, and, Rod, uh, uh, you know, the Royval-Bontorin fight, mm-hmm. and then the Calvacator-Giga mm-hmm. fight, those are going to be the ones that people are talking about. So mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. my take on it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I absolutely believe. I, and I, I say Royval finishes. It'll probably be late in the third round, but it's definitely before the buzzer. Uh, Royval will probably. The pressure. I how, yeah, I don't know how he fucking does it. I just I just know it's going to be a finish, either submission mm-hmm. or KO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it, man. I'm with it. All day. Now, speaking of things that you're with, we are with the co-main events of the evening. We have the 15 and 8 Chase, the Vanilla Gorilla Sherman, right? Um, fuck, he's had a he's had a tough go, man. Uh, Chase Sherman, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chase Sherman. <laughs> I mean, in two sports, just up and down, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you know, a draw to Sam Shuwak, Shoemaker uh, back at BKFC 5, the undercard of uh, the Lobov Knight card, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. goes to 
uh, Rashawn Jackson at Island Fights 56 beats him uh, via strikes, right? Then Arnold Adams beats by unanimous decision then loses to the fucking champ, Joy the Mexicutioner fucking Beltran, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. also at BKFC, right? But then Mm -hmm. goes to the UFC and uh, basically beats the shit out of Hurricane Ike via Nueva. Right, but then losing to the pit bull of Belarus, uh, and, yes, Andre Olarski, and then also losing to Parker Porter, not Parker Posey, um, who's a great actress of the 80s and 90s, right? So that is Chase Sherman. But on the other side of the doctor, we a docket, we have the prototype, Jake Collier, 12 and 6, right? Collier is coming off of a rough go to. Right, losing to Carlos Felipe via split decision back in June of 2021, right? But then beating Gianni Volante, the concentrating partner of one Chris Weidman, former UFC mm-hmm. champion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Volante, uh, he beat Volante via unanimous decision, but then loss gets KO'd by Tom Aspinall. Right before that, right, and a lot of people, were, and myself included, were writing Collier, you know, off essentially, you know, thinking that he might have been there way too early in his career. And not to say that that's not true, but damn, you know, uh, yeah. So, I, I'm this. This has to be a fucking knockout. So I actually got Chase Sherman KOing Jake Collier. You know, second round. It's gonna be a sloppy, sloppy match. It's gonna be yeah, a sloppy was... match. And when he does, when when your boy Chase does get that knockout, it's gonna be on that sloppy, you know, tired type touch. And then you know, that uh-huh. that's what I foresee for this one. Yeah, I don't see excellent striking. I don't see. Uh, it's gonna be Collier will grab and put him on the fence. You know, uh, Chase is gonna want to bang it out. Because you know it's in his nature, it's in his nature to want to bang it out. But Collier is going to be a defensive, and he will be more compelled to fight a mixed martial arts fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's given away height. Uh, he's not he, as you know he's carrying more body fat. It looks like <laughs> you know what I mean. It's not. It's not like it used to, when he was nice and lean. He's put on some significant pounds since those days. So, um, he's a heavyweight now. Bottom line. So yeah. I I also see Chase, you know, putting hands on him. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Jake Jake Collier has reached the peak, and um, it, things are moving backwards now. And um, yep. if he wants to stay in this game, he's just going to have to drop that weight again and face the tough boys. No, 100%. Now, speaking of dropping weight, Alex Ramirez wants to know, uh, did they find Greg Hardy a replacement or was that fight completely removed? So it is removed from this uh, card for sure, but it could be skirted onto as a you know an added value if the ticket sales are pretty soft the reviews are pretty soft uh you know there's a way hey, to kind of 
What Greg 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 Hardy uh, is not on this. Was it supposed to be on this card? Maybe the next one. Was it the next? But one? I know he's got one more. Yeah, he's got one more fight left on his contract. I hear. So. I don't know, man. That's that's UFC's uh, pet project. That you know, if they let him go or whatever, that's almost like fucking the WWE letting go of Braun Strowman, right? It's their guy, you know. And if those guys can't fucking exist in the system that they were bred to, then what the fuck is the whole point? So, and, and it's also their way of appealing to those athletes in the in the uh, in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like like allowing him to come over there and, and get a decent contract, you know, more decent than, than those you will see with your average real fighter, quote unquote. Uh, uh, he came over and uh, perhaps more will come based on, on, you know, I mean, they all see what happened with him. They see, yeah. right? Right. So maybe somebody else will come over and and do better. I guess. No, hundred percent. Those are prime athletes on, yeah, they on are. that side. Imagine you teach teach one of them linebackers. You know what I'm saying? Some linemen teach them how to throw punches. Uh-huh. They already they are already so fast at their at their weight and so. I mean, the the lateral movement is there. That kind of footwork in the heavyweight division it'll shake things up. And, yeah, and Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy has that. He had uh, the power. He had the. He had the football. Yeah. Remember, remember yeah, when he uh, that first fight that he lost. I can't remember who he fought. He was supposed to get knocked out, but he went twenty five minutes. Right. His first main event, I believe. He went. He was able to go twenty five minutes, yeah. moving backwards. That's uh-huh. football. That takes skill. So he yeah, perhaps his character wasn't all that great, but. Skill wise, for someone who came up from football over, not bad at all. Not bad. Yeah, Could've not at all. Better. Could have done better. But of course. Skill was, of course. was decent. Of course. And uh, Alex says, whoops, my bad. Uh, I'm actually catching up on the 2022 schedule, as are we. Oh, no worries. But apologies. None taken. Um, and he, he's like, I'm, I'm tapping out on this one, but uh, yeah. I'm going to bed. Listen, if possible, can I get on the show for UFC 270 pre-show? Fuck yes, you can. That's it. So uh, let's all get together. I'll fucking start a group chat. So uh, with that all being said, we are at the co-main events of the evening. We have uh, Calvin Cater right out of the cartel in the (laughs) northeast region. Of uh, the United States, a so twenty-two mm-hmm. and five is mm-hmm. the Boston finisher, right? Uh, c- coming off of a loss to Max Holloway, but mm-hmm. then beat fifty uh, k Dan Ige, uh, and also has a win of the always tough, the always durable uh, Jeremy Little Heathen Stevens, and he finishes him with elbows and ground about. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was back in March. I'm not, I'm sorry, May of 2020, right? Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. uh, right before those two wins, he lost to Zabit's Magomed Sharapov, obviously. Um, not obviously that he lost, it's just that's his name. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, beat Ricardo Lamas, Chris Fishgold. Remember that Fishgold fight? That was the one where, uh... oh, I thought it was... I was about to say that 
Fishgold reminds me of uh, the guy that Dan, what's his name? Dan. Uh, Dan Ige? No. Oh, fuck. Paul Felder. Why am I fucking oh. up his name? Irish Dragon. Oh. But uh, <laughs> uh, I think Fishgold was the guy that uh, Paul Felder's dude had to go fight in in oh, uh, Abu right, Dhabi. Right, yeah, and then he he had to fight on his own or whatever, right? And yeah, Felder, Felder stepped into uh to uh right stepped away from the commentary and went right. to coach, right? Yeah, right, right. But I right. I I want to say there was against Fishgold, um, mm. but with that all being said, we've got you know Calvin Cater, there you go, and then Giga Chica Chick uh Chikatse, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally mm-hmm. what it is. Right, mm-hmm. that dude, he is on a a tear. Literally mm-hmm. hasn't lost since Austin Springer at Dana White's Contender Series back mm-hmm. in 2018, and that was Rear Naked Choke. But since mm-hmm. that, he's picked up wins in Gladiator Challenge against C.J. Baines, uh, beat Damian Manzanares, right? Beat Brandon Davis in his UFC debut via split decision, beats Jamal Emmers. Uh, the split decision back in March of 2020, Erwin Rivera, mm-hmm. Omar Morales, Jamie Simmons, Cub Swanson, and Hudson Barbosa, all people who have uh, fallen prey to Chica Chikatse. So with mm-hmm. that being said, I believe I'm going to go with Jiga, who is looking like mm-hmm. the fucking, uh, what's that thing? Um, it's not the transporter. It was this fucking Eastern European movie where the guy was a fucking spy. God, I can't fucking remember the name of it. But anywho, yeah. He not looks like James a fuck- Bond. Huh? 007? No, not James Bond. It was another one. It's like, I want to say it's like the fixer, the cleaner, something like that. Uh, but it has like a young <laughs> Natalie Portman. I oh, the say. professional. Yes, that's the professional. If you look at fucking Jika Chikatse's fucking interviews, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all this week, you know, oh, doing yeah. press and whatever, he looks like the fucking professional, man. Yeah. So the I I think he's gonna fucking professionally uh, decimate <laughs> one uh, Calvin Cater. Um, I'm not mad at that, man. Uh, Calvin Cater. Beautiful boxer. Yeah. I mean, some of the best boxing that I've ever seen in the UFC, you know? Uh, it is what it is. Uh, this ain't a boxing match, though. No. This 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 is not a boxing match. Uh, Chikadze right. is a veteran of, of glory. Yeah, glory kickboxing. This mm-hmm. is kickboxing at the highest level. Right. You understand? Kickboxing at the highest level. Uh, he, you know, he, he's done his bid here and there uh, with uh, kickboxing and MMA here and there, you know. Uh, you can tell he took his time. Looking at the, the places he's fought, uh, his uh, mixed martial arts, you know, they're pretty, they're credible. They're credible. Incredible places. I mean, worse series of fighting, you know, uh, a gladiator challenge, 
you know, gladiator challenge is where everyone goes that 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 underground professional ranks that that opens the door to to you know better things type type thing. He went there too. Uh uh then, you know, he's like, okay, perhaps he ran into the right person. Now he gets a shot with the uh, uh contender series. Perhaps he just went to a um a tryout and he made it. Or uh-huh. maybe he knew someone, whatever. Whatever whatever, whatever, you know, he's there, you know, and he did what he had to do. And then now, twenty nineteen, he makes his splash. You know, he's been working with Kings MMA, so he's been putting it together nice and tight. Mm-hmm. Nice and tight. Taking everybody out since 2019, like you said. Eight five win streak, nine five win streak or something, yeah. something ridiculous like that. And and, and he's beaten the lights of Edson Barbosa. Mm-hmm. We know the we know the striking of Edson Barbosa. And and he pretty much knocked him out. Shocking. But he did it. Cub yeah. Swanson. Cub Swanson. He outstruck the striker and Cub yeah. Swanson. He's just going in there and taking people out. Is he picking preferred preferred fights? Can he pick preferred fights? Yeah, sure that's you wanna, if, if you want to argue that, you know, is he picking fights that he knows he can win because it's to his strength of uh, uh, kickboxing or whatever? Can he do that? That's the question. Does he have the power to do that? You know what I'm saying? And even so, even so, it is the UFC. You know what I mean? The 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 top of the top, prima of the crop. You know what I mean? This is right. the UFC. No fight is easy in the UFC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even even Calvin Cater is not an easy fight for him. Right. Because if Calvin can close the distance and work yeah. in boxing range. Then you know the the problem is gonna be there for 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 Chikadze. but Chikadze is a kickboxer. Yeah, you know what I mean. To to yeah, be a is. very good kickboxer, you have to understand distance and range. Right. And he know he knows that. On top of this, you are giving him an option to use his legs if he feels like it. Yep. Come on, man. The odds are stacked against against Calvin Cater. Cater's yeah. not known for, for his ground fighting anyway. Nope. So this is my second candidate for fight of the night and possible face broken of the night. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going with your concert to win this one no later than the fourth round, brother. There it is. There it is. So fucking first fight of the UFC of 2022. And uh, we will, I mean, we've missed you guys, man. We, were, we took uh, no fights. There was a, a lot of missing you guys, but we're back getting ready for fucking 2022. And also, also, uh, after this fight card on Saturday, you want to tune right back here to Voodoo in the Woods for the Voodoo in the Woods post show uh, sometime Sunday afternoon, uh, especially Pacific Standard Time, usually about four, maybe about that time. Uh, but definitely check that out. But if you want to get more of me, according to Woods, across the board, except for Twitter, where it's Adam K. Woods, but uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and yeah, those those ones, right? Facebook, YouTube, yeah. Twitch, Twitter, right? Those were places you can get the According to Woods podcast. Um, also, um, Adam K. Woods on Twitter, and According to Woods 
um, on Instagram where I share dumb shit memes. Voodoo, mm-hmm. where can they find you, good sir? Definitely on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook page, Twitter, and Snapchat. There it is. <laughs> and we will be seeing you guys back here on Sunday for more Voodoo in the Woods with the post fight of this tremendous card. But uh, welcome 2022, uh, you bad motherfuckers. We are out. Oh,